If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Honor whatever season you're in. If you're in the season where you're like, I can only think one month in advance. I can only think one quarter in advance. Honor that. But if you are in a place where you can really kind of lay out, here is the rhythm that I want for this year. I highly encourage you to do that. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Are you somebody who finds himself in the constant pursuit of the next big thing? I mean, often as entrepreneurs, we're tempted to dream up more, 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 never feeling like what we're doing is enough or what we have is enough, especially when setting goals for the new year. And speaking of the new year, does anyone else find it extremely satisfying that January 1st is also a Monday or is that just me? I mean, it is perfect for the fresh start we've all been craving, but sometimes the most effective strategy to set yourself up for success is to embrace what's already working. And that's exactly how me and my team are approaching 2024. As we head into the new year, we're taking this deep dive into all of the goals that we have and really looking at how we can go deeper and not wider. So today I'm going to walk you through exactly what our plan is for this new year. And hopefully you can walk away with some strategies that you can apply as you start to dream up what 2024 is going to hold and what it is going to look like for you. But even beyond that, what it is going to feel like. Let's dive on in. 2023 was the year of AI. It's all anyone has been talking about. Every business pro with a newsfeed has heard it's time-saving and game-changing. But how can it actually help you brainstorm ideas, create lead-driving content, and tackle your to-do list? Meet HubSpot's new AI-powered campaign assistant, a totally free AI tool tailor-made for marketers and business builders who spend hours each day on content creation. Campaign Assistant is a game-changer for creating marketing campaigns 
campaigns at scale. It quickly turns your key selling points into cohesive pitches, which helps you deliver knockout emails, ads, and landing pages in just minutes. And you can start seeing the benefits fast. Just choose your content type, input a few key points, pick a tone like friendly or witty, and let the AI robots handle the rest. You can copy and paste the content to whatever channel you'd like, or even convert it directly into publishable campaigns without leaving your HubSpot interface. So work smarter, not harder. Head to HubSpot.com campaign assistant to test drive campaign assistant for free. That's HubSpot.com campaign assistant. So the two main focuses that I'm walking into 2024 craving are ease and alignment. I feel like I've learned so much about myself this last year. Like it's kind of been an awakening of sorts. I describe it as feeling cracked wide open in so many different ways and in so many different areas of my life, business, motherhood, marriage, all the things. Like I have been on this massive adventure this year of getting really introspective, getting quiet, learning more about who I am and why I am the way I am, and also how to move forward in the most aligned way. I want to approach this coming year with the same peaceful pace. I was just talking to my best friend the other day and she asked me like, this has been a really big year in business for you. How has it felt? And the beauty of my plans for next year is that they're not all that different from this year. This year felt really peaceful. It felt like this really intentional pursuit. And I want to carry that same energy into the new year. What's really interesting is as we think about ease and alignment, the third word that comes to mind is optimization. Instead of flooding the market with a bunch of new offers or creating a ton of new things, we've made this very conscious and intentional choice to instead focus all of our energy efforts, time and talents on optimizing what is already working, what's already demonstrated its value. This is not only streamlining all of our efforts as a team, but it also gives us time to really get into the details, like read the data, look at what the results are. We're really focusing on some of those things that nobody is going to see. They're not really share worthy, but we're going to feel them. We're going to experience them. And so will you. We're really trying to focus on what's been proven to work and aim for strategic and focused growth as we enter into 2024. So that's what I want to walk you through today day because I don't really hear a lot of entrepreneurs speak in this way. Instead, it's always focused on more and more and more and better. And I love all of those things. But what if we went deeper and not wider? Now, you might notice this has been kind of a theme as we've recorded for this last month. I feel like in my heart, it is telling me to remind you that this pursuit is meant to be fun and enjoyed and that there can be a place of ease in entrepreneurship. And so if you have not yet, please go back and listen to two recent episodes. The first one is unpopular opinion. You don't need more offers. And the second one is if you want bigger results, you have to do this. These are both so much in alignment with what we're going to talk about today. And they're going to go deeper on some of the themes that you're going to feel within this episode. So if you haven't listened to those yet, go on back and listen to them. They're linked in the show notes and show description. So you can refer back to them after you hear today's planning episode. So let me walk you through the five main initiatives that I'm focusing on as a CEO 
CEO and a leader. And my team is focusing on in this collected effort to help you understand how you can apply these same ideas and strategies to your own business plans and goals for the upcoming year. So first, we are planning for ease up front. And I kind of wanted to write, we're planning for rest, but in reality, I want to move forward. I often think of that quote, like forward is forward, no matter how slow or unmeasured your steps are. And I want us to continually be moving forward, but I want to plan for ease up front. Now, I recently heard this quote and I might kind of mess it up as I say it, but they were saying like, instead of asking yourself, did I work hard enough to earn my rest? Ask yourself, did I rest well enough to do my best work? And I feel like that quote has really resonated with me and just the tendencies that so many of us have to continue to work harder and do more and reach for more and expand and and pull ourselves in a million directions. And so I'm not necessarily planning for rest, though rest is a huge piece of the equation, but I want to move forward with plans that leave room and space for ease that kind of eliminate urgency. I was recently talking with a mentor and she was kind of looking at some of my human design and she was like, you are not someone who works well under pressure. Like you are someone that needs time to make decisions. And it it kind of made me laugh because I'm like, I have been in this peaceful pursuit for so long telling my team, like, I don't want to work out of a place of urgency. I don't like last minute energy. Like I, that is not my cup of tea. And so as we're starting to work forward into the new year, I'm really taking the time to kind of plan out how this is going to look and not only how is it going to look, but how do I want it to feel? One thing that I'm so proud of with my company and something that I feel like I've done a good job as a leader in doing is instilling really, really strong work boundaries. We create time and space for my team to step away from work. And if you are on vacation or you're offline or you're with your family, you will not be bothered. We don't use our cell phones to communicate. So you will never get a text or a call unless it is truly urgent. And we really respect those boundaries that everyone has a life outside of work. I want that for myself. So I also want that for my team. And so I feel like we have this beautiful work culture that doesn't need to massively shift to really help us work towards this place of ease. In fact, I think this last year we've done a really great job of that. And so next year is really an extension of that. So back in October of 2023, I announced two different vacations that we will all be taking as a team. So this is in addition to regular PTO or personal time off. My team technically has unlimited vacation. And as long as we have good communication around that, it's totally honored and valued. And so what I was really looking at is like upcoming next year, what are times and windows of time where I don't want to be contacted. And I also don't want to feel guilty for resting. And so next year, what we're doing is we're doing some blackout dates for my team. So we're saying in advance, if you want to plan a vacation, if you want to do anything, everyone's going to be off these two weeks of the year. And then on top of that, you can plan your own PTO. One of those is when Drew and I are actually going overseas to Greece, and I'm so excited. It's going to be our first big trip away from the girls. And so I wanted my team to take that time off too, so that I can really be resting. I'm not getting Slack messages while I'm out on a boat with my friends. Like I really want to be present. And so I'm excited about kind of announcing that in advance. That's something we haven't really historically done beyond regular holidays. Another funny thing happened recently. So I have someone who's on my measurement team and we do a monthly call 
call where we're kind of working through plans and looking at projections and things like that. And it was so funny because he's like, send me your plan for next year. So I kind of sent him a month by month and June, July, and August all said life. And he was like, oh, what is this life launch happening in the summer? And I was like, no, I'm not talking about a launch. I'm talking about we're just going to be living life in summer. Now, this last year, I did a launch in June. And while it was very successful, I really recognized like, I want to protect my summer months. It kind of made me feel like my summer was delayed. And I didn't fully get into summer mode until that launch ended. And so this upcoming year, we're not launching anything June, July or August, we're really blacking that time out and protecting that time. And, you know, as a mom, even more so than before I was a mom, I really recognize like summer is busy and your kids are probably home and you want to be more present if you're able to. And your schedule looks a little bit different and there's a lot of activities and there's so much going on. It's not necessarily a time that you really want to like dig in and try new initiatives. And so we are just like blacking out summer for life, which also means that we're making space for other things that we can work on that are just at a more ease filled rate. So for us, that's affiliate. So it doesn't mean like you're not going to be generating revenue in the summer months. There's no way that we could go 90 days and not generate revenue, but we're just shifting our focus to more of an affiliate strategy, which allows us to do things at a more restful pace. And with affiliates, again, you're really responsible for the selling and the marketing. The affiliate is responsible for fulfilling support, all the follow through. And so it's a really light lift on our part. I feel really, really good about that. We've also decided to keep the four-day work week going into 2024. So I have recorded an episode back in August about how my team is doing a four-day work week. It's linked in today's show notes. If you missed that episode, it's a really great one. And we started it out as a 90-day experiment. So I was like, let's just give it a try. Let's see what we think. Let's see if it feels good. Well, Spoiler alert, it felt great. And so we are sticking to the four-day work week moving forward. I think that's just going to be the new normal. And so I'm really excited to like kick that off and experience a full year with that because we've experienced it since summer, but we've never gotten to go through all the different seasons with a four-day work week. So I'm really excited. I, I am loving my Fridays. It's just been really soul-filling and like a great day for myself outside of work. And so that's been really great and just more family time. So we are keeping that. And it what I love about that is that everyone on the team is also honoring that four-day work week. Seldom are we actually working on Fridays. And so it's also just been a really great initiative for my team. And it's been super fun as a boss to see how my team is spending that extra time away from work. So that is how we're kind of planning out for ease intentionally. So planning out vacation times and blackout dates in advance, planning no launching in the summer and four day work week already kind of intention set to really invite more ease in. So the second initiative that we're doing is we are doing just just one launch per quarter. So four quarters of the year, four big launches. This is something that I've been doing for years and years and years. We're refining it slightly. So one thing that's really interesting is there was this very weird period of this last year where I started to get really antsy. Like I felt like that pressure, like I'm not doing enough or I need to do something new or I need to do more. I'm sure if you're an entrepreneur, you felt that feeling at times. And when I really got quiet with myself, I had this very eye-opening realization that I'd finally arrived to a place I'd worked very hard to get to, which meant that I wasn't super busy and I wasn't needed every single day and I wasn't frantic. And it was so funny how my initial first thought and tendency was like, I need to do something more. I need to like create more chaos in my life because it's too calm right now. It's freaking me out. 
And there were two instances this last year where I really had to have a come to Jesus moment of like, no, this is what you worked so hard to get to. One of them was when I was with Thea, which if you've read my book, you know how amazing Thea is. She inspired my book. And I sat down with her on this porch in the tiny town of Grand Marais, Minnesota. And she asked me, why are you here? What do you want to talk about today? And I was like, you know, my business is very much at this like rinse and repeat stage. And I'm having a hard time envisioning three years from now, or even planning out like, what does the future look like? And I was kind of talking about the rinse and repeat of the business in a negative way. And as she started to speak, she said, the rinse and the repeat is the gift. You have worked so hard to get your business to a place like this, where you are not constantly creating, constantly needing, constantly putting out content that it can work and it can work for you. And it can work while you're resting. The rinse and the repeat is not the problem. It's the gift. Looking for a new podcast to add to your business building lineup? I have the perfect recommendation for you. Marketing Made Simple, hosted by Dr. JJ Peterson, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Marketing Made Simple brings you practical tips to make your marketing easy and more importantly, make it work. From what you should actually be saying in your nurture emails to how AI can save you time and money to practical tips for turning your website into a sales machine, Dr. JJ Peterson does exactly what he promises each week. He makes marketing simple. Listen to Marketing Made Simple wherever you get your podcasts today. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. And then the second scenario happened recently where I was talking with one of my best friends. We were talking about our businesses and we were talking about how, you know, it was just like, we're kind of in this place where it was just like, things are running, things are running. Nothing is broken. Everything's great. And she was feeling a little bit angsty, similar to how I was feeling. I said, maybe this is a reminder for us that we should pursue joy and excitement outside of work. Because oftentimes as entrepreneurs, when we start to get to that level of success where we feel a little bit of that peace or that freedom that we've always been in pursuit for, when we kind of realize, okay, we're in this like beautiful place of enoughness, one of our tendencies is to create more chaos. There's studies that show that entrepreneurs 
create chaos, crave chaos, likely grew up in chaos. And so I told her, I said, maybe this is our sign to not try to find excitement and joy and value in the business alone, but maybe it's our sign to like find other things that give us joy outside of work. And I thought that was just like such a good reminder. So we are doing one launch per quarter. It's what we've done for years. It is slightly rinse and repeat, but there's so much refinement available in this process. And I love that. So if you are someone listening and you have sensed these themes or this rhythm that works for you, allow it to become more rinse and repeat. It's going to save you so much time, so much energy, and maybe you'll experience that calm in place of the chaos. So this has been the blessing for me. It's been really, really beautiful. And so as we start to look at next year, I have really been planning more so a year at a glance. There there was a season of my life and business where I literally felt so overwhelmed at the thought of creating a yearly plan. I like couldn't do it. I didn't want to back myself into any corners. I didn't want to lay out any plans because I think too, when you're in those early stages of motherhood, you're like, I don't even know what to expect a week from now. I don't know what my kid is going to be doing a month from now. How am I going to plan a year from now? My life is going to look so different in a year. And now I'm at a place where I feel confident in planning a year at a glance. Now, things can change, things can move, things can evolve, things can shift, but we have a loose idea of here is what this is going to look like. And so honor whatever season you're in. If you're in the season where you're like, I can only think one month in advance, I can only think one quarter in advance, honor that. But if you are in a place where you can really kind of lay out, here is the rhythm that I want for this year, I highly encourage you to do that. One thing that was super, super fun for me is that my team is entirely remote. I don't see my team. If I'm lucky, I see them once a year. I saw them for the first time in three years this year when we all got together. But I flew Marissa, my right-hand gal, out to my house. We were finishing out a launch and celebrating together. It was so much fun. We got to go get pasta together, work at a coffee shop together. It was like a dream. And before she left to head back home, we sat down and planned out the next year. So it was so fun to do it with somebody who knows my business just as well as I do and to sit down and say, okay, what do we want this to feel like? What do we want this to look like? What is the right timing on all these things? And so we basically planned out the entire year. And that plan ended up being one launch per quarter, which just gives us a lot of downtime. It means that we're really only launching for a couple weeks out of the year. It means that we can be really strategic in the times that we're not launching. And then again, we get to leverage that rinse and repeat that allows us to not have to work so hard, but still generate massive results. So where are areas that you can streamline, you can create systems, processes so that you can save yourself time and energy as you move into this new year. The next thing that we are going to do to again, invite more ease into our business is to again, consistently prioritize affiliate marketing. So here's a really interesting tidbit, but I was recently on a mastermind call and it was with a bunch of CEOs and moms. And something that I thought was so fascinating is one of the girls went on for like a hot seat and she was like, does anyone else like want to build a business so that like five years from now, you don't even have to show your face online. And what was hilarious is like everybody's hands went up when she asked that question. There is this huge desire, especially for people who have been entrepreneurs for five, 10 years to build something that can run without you or without you having to show up consistently. One of the best ways we've been able to do that is through focusing on affiliate marketing. This year alone, we doubled our affiliate marketing revenue and we want to continue partnering and growing up our affiliate relationships 
relationships and align with some of their launches strategically. So we have kind of shifted a position on our team. So Marissa, like I said, is my right-hand gal. She was my integrator for many years. She's been on the podcast. We've talked about that position. And we have just the most beautiful working relationship possible. And about a year ago, she had expressed to me, she had recently had a baby and she was like, you know, I envision myself going more part-time and really just being able to like focus on something from start to finish. And as an integrator, you are like the person that is moving all the parts, but you're never necessarily fully the owner of like one area of the business. She basically owned the entire business alongside of me. And so we made this transition to transition her into a brand new position on my team to be like the director of affiliates. Like we just see so much value in strong strategic affiliate partnerships that I was willing to move my A player into a new position that one honored her desire to work more part-time to be with her child, but also to really elevate what our affiliate marketing looks like. And so it has been so awesome to now have someone fully dedicated that is the liaison of our brand to be in touch with the main affiliates that we found. And I recently recorded an entire episode about affiliate marketing, how to get success with it, what it looks like, what we're doing, the strategy behind it. So if you have not listened to episode number 722, it's called Hearing About Affiliate Marketing. Here's everything you need to know. Or you can click the link in the show notes to get more details, but go listen to that episode. I am talking about how we were able to effectively double our affiliate commissions in one year flat and the strategies that we're putting behind that. Because what is so beautiful about affiliate marketing is that you just get to focus on selling and connecting people to things that you love and the brands that you're partnering with get to deal with everything else, the creation, the support, the fulfillment, like every piece of it. And so if you are someone who wants to get better at selling, if you are someone who wants to generate more revenue, if you are someone who wants to build collaborative relationships, this is an amazing way to do that. So again, go listen to episode 722 if you missed that one. But focusing on affiliates and really dedicating time, talent, energy, thoughtfulness to the strategy behind that is something that we're really focusing on as we move into the next year. And again, that's going to supplement the income in the months that we're not launching our own stuff. Number four is planning content in advance. So recently I was on a Zoom call with a bunch of other entrepreneurs and they got to me and they were like, what's the number one struggle in your business right now? (laughs) The first thing that popped into my brain was I am so tired of creating content for social media. Like if I didn't need to be on social media as a part of my job, I wouldn't. I was so burnt out. And what's so interesting is, is that like so many other entrepreneurs on that call was like, oh my gosh, me too. I thought I was the only one. And what's really interesting is, is that I love creating content. Like I, I have always been the person creating the content on my feed. I have always been the only person logged into my account. Like If you get a response from me, it is me. Like I love so many aspects of social media, but when we get into heavier creation periods and I'm churning out two reels a day and I'm the one creating and editing and captioning and all of the things, it's very overwhelming. I wish there was a way that someone could create a reel and then share it with you. And then you could go in and edit and tweak it. I'm just, the photographer in me cannot let go of the tiny details, which is 
a problem, but also amazing because I feel like you feel more connected to my content because I'm the one creating it. And you know that I'm the one that's reading the comments and the DMs. It's just different. So one thing that we've been trying to do that has kind of helped some of the creative ruts and the creative frustration is that we've gotten down a system to help plan content in advance. So earlier this year, I hired on a part-time content project manager. We have so much content going out every single week within my business. We send out emails, we publish blogs, we have podcast episodes, we have social media content. And so I wanted someone who could oversee like the entire brand content strategy. So I hired a part-time project manager and we have been slowly building a system that is working really really well for us that is helping alleviate some of the stress and tension of constantly creating content because I think there's so much value in it. But for so many of us, it's like, who has time to sit down and create a reel? And then all of a sudden Instagram shuts down and you lose the reel or you post the reel and the captions aren't showing up right. And you got to delete it and start over again. Like, None of us have time for that. And so we have been creating more of a process. So here's kind of what the process looks like in case you want to steal it and use it. So whether or not you have somebody on your team or not helping you with this, you can take this process. So I have been very intentionally setting aside time where I will set a timer on my phone for like 30 minutes and I will literally scroll through reels. And when I see ones that I like, I will go into that audio and I will try to find a template for that reel. So if you are not using the templates on reels, it saves you so much time. It helps you get the right transitions, the right timing. Sometimes it'll even pull in like the captions on the audio, which is so invaluable. So if I find a reel that I like or an audio that I like, I will go through all of the posts that have used that audio, try to find a template, save that template into a folder. Now they have now created collaborative folders where you can save your posts and share it with someone else. So I am sharing it with my social media content project manager so that she can see the ones that I like, and she can also add to the folder. So we can kind of create like an inspiration hub of like, these are the types of posts I want to create this month. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. 
On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, we've also talked about this on the show, but we started creating weekly themes for the content. So we've noticed that when I have no parameters and the sky's the limit and I can post whatever the heck I want, I often just stare at the little plus sign of what do I want to say and what do I want to add? And so we started creating weekly themes for the content to just give me parameters for my brain to understand, okay, this week is about podcasting. Next week is about Pinterest. The next week is about my book. The next week is about parenting. Helps kind of rein in the creative juices. So since we have this shared folder, then what we'll do is we'll pull it over to a doc We'll map out which posts go with which themes. Then I will create the reels. I'll upload them into a folder so my team member can see them. And then I'll write the caption. So everything is in one document. So I can have what date it is happening. I have the reel. I have the audio. I have the caption. Everything is in one place. Then we go into our project management software and we create tasks so that I get a reminder of like, reminder, post this post today. Here's a reminder. Here's the audio for it. Here's the caption for it. Here's the video for it. So it is cumbersome. Yes, but it has helped, especially when we're in really heavy content weeks, like for a launch. I did a recent launch. I had 30 reels created for that launch. That is a lot of content that I created by myself. And so what has been working really well is that collaborative effort, but also just planning in advance because there's nothing worse than feeling like you need to post, but you have no idea what to post or what to say about it. And so that kind of schedule and creating that plan has been really helpful with me. So for example, yesterday I sat down, I looked at our inspiration. I knocked out the creation of five reels in one sitting, which will last me about two weeks of content. I'm trying to post about three reels per week. And so that is just like a great feeling of like, okay, I've got like the majority of the work done. Now I've just got to caption it. And then I know when to post it. And so creating some sort of way that you can plan content in advance so that it's not something that you're always feeling guilty about. And you're not always feeling like I have no idea what to post today. That has been super helpful. The last thing that we've been doing is really planning for optimization. So I recently recorded an episode about going deeper and not wider with my offers and with my audience. So that means that instead of next year feeling like we've got to do more, more, more and new, 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 we're really focusing on strategy and optimization. And I recorded this episode all about this. It's just a few episodes back, episode 724. It's called Unpopular Opinion. You don't need more offers cue it up on your favorite podcast app and listen to it after this one, or click the link in the episode description for a direct link to it. But that episode is super powerful. And it's talking about how instead of focusing and like spreading your attention, they say diluted focus, diluted results, really get honest with like, what is the goal here? What is already working? How do we make that work even better instead of trying to do more? 
So one of the things that we're really committed to next year, which isn't super shiny, isn't super exciting, is that we're focusing on the things that people are not going to see, but you will feel and experience. So things like search engine optimization, exploring what YouTube could look like for the brand, getting new branding done across the board, continuing to work with our measurement team. So we are really just kind of looking at like, how do we just make everything like 1% better? One of my favorite books is Atomic Habits by James clear. And he stands by the fact that if you can improve by 1% each day, you will be 37 times better after a year. We're looking at slow and steady, like slow and steady for next year. Again, ease, optimization, alignment. That is what I'm focusing on. Now, I am not someone who likes to do all the things at once. I mean, I am someone who is a slow and intentional mover. And I think that's what's gotten me to where I am today. And so when I think about things like, okay, now we're going to explore YouTube, like for six years, I recorded my podcast in the front seat of my car or in a very, very full storage closet. And I just focused on what I could do to show up, which was audio only. Now that I'm in a beautiful office and I have a quiet space that I can record in, now I'm like, okay, what's next? And who do I need to help me with this? And what do I want to do? And what do I want to outsource? And what does that all look like? And so Don't ever negate the power of moving slowly and focusing on the things that you are confident that you can show up for first. You can start simple and get super fancy later. And when I say fancy, I'm still not fancy. Like I'm recording this with my drawer open and my microphone sat on a book and like, I still don't have all the fancy things, but I'm just moving in an approachable direction. And so think through like, what are things in your business that you could just improve by 1% and how can you commit to that? And what would 1% really mean? Like if your business is doing a hundred thousand dollars, 1% is another thousand. Finally, when it comes to optimization, I want for you to really look at everything as an experiment. Be willing to try things. This last year, we tried so many different things, like trying out the four-day work week, trying to focus on our LinkedIn strategy, trying out this new YouTube thing, trying to work with a different agency for video. Like we are just like in this mode of like, let's experiment. Let's just try. And at the end of 30 or 60 or 90 days, we'll kind of chalk it up and see if it's worth it, if it's working, or if we want to just stop. And so instead of looking at everything in your business as a success or a failure, look at it as an experiment and be willing to experiment more, especially when it comes to optimization. Looking at these small improvements, whether it's conversion, driving more traffic, subscribers, look at those types of numbers, the things that no one is going to see except for behind the scenes and focus on growing those. I think so often we get so stuck on what's shiny, what people can see, what feels important that we're actually doing work that isn't leading to real results, real results like our bank accounts, right? So start focusing on the real results, get really specific about what you want those real results to look like and then what you need to optimize or strategize or implement in order to get there. Basically, we're trying to get a lot of new things in place before New Year's, which is so interesting, right? I think a lot of times people wait until January 1 and then they're like, okay, now I'm going to implement all these things. And I feel like we have very thoughtfully taken the last 90 days of this year and said, what are things that we want to try in 2024? How about we get them established now so that when January hits, we've got them systemized, we've got them strategized, and we're confident that they're going to lead to real results. So don't wait until Monday or January 1st to get started. If you have things that you're already thinking about for next year, start them now. 
experiment with them now so that you can decide if it's a right fit, if it's in alignment, and if it's going to be optimized for you and the results that you want. So that sums up my 2024 plans, strategy, ease, alignment, optimization. Those are the themes of the year. I am so excited to really work through another year that feels like this peaceful pursuit. You know, I'm really proud that this year we had a really, really big year. We had some record breaking numbers, but also when I think back to this year, I think back to some of the moments that were totally untethered from work, that were moments where I was just fully present in my life. And that's exactly what I've worked so hard to reach. And so I am eliminating this desire to throw more chaos in and continuing on this peaceful pursuit. And I hope that you understand that there is a different way to do business. And I am calling you in to enjoy it with me. So many of us start these businesses to experience ease and peace and freedom. And we convince ourselves that someday we'll get there. But I want to invite you to beckon someday to be a lot closer than you are telling yourself it is. And to invite in these things into your life super strategically so that you can enjoy this next year and all that it'll bring. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the podcast. If you want to check out any of the links to the other episodes I reference, just hit the show description. We've linked them all up for you. I would love, love, love nothing more if you would be willing to take a minute to make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any of these shows and also leave a review. It is the simplest way to say thank you for this content and the way that we've shown up this year. And I love hearing from you. Again, I am the person that is reading all of these reviews. So if you have a minute to just let me know what stands out to you, what you want to hear more of, what resonated, what you took action on, I would love to support with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. I cannot wait to see what next year brings. And of course, until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. 
Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.